Welcome to Neck Roots Episode 2. This one's going to be exciting, guys. Neck Nation, we are excited to bring you our Episode 2 titled, Confidence is No Coincidence. This is such a powerful subject, and let me tell you something, Neck Nation. We want you to plug into your power station because it's right here. We want you to get juiced up because this is going to be fire to the wire, and uh, we're ready to go. I'm Kit James and Austin Davis. And um, let's get into it. Confidence is no coincidence. Yeah, it, it really isn't a coincidence, right? Confidence is something that we build over our entire lives. And, and we have up and downs with confidence, too. And I think we'll touch on that a little bit today on how it's, it's not all confidence all the time. Um, and it is something that we constantly have to work on. And nobody, nobody's born without confidence, Right. And in some in some situations, we're not born exactly with all the confidence in the world either. Right. So excited to talk about this and uh, and bring this to you guys. You know what, Austin? I think this is one of the most important topics. I think it's overlooked. There's a lot of positive and and good people out there spreading good word about being confident, being positive, being upbeat. But there's so much. There's a void between being confident and, and truly getting there and filling that void every single day. And so you just mentioned something that's very important. Uh, when we're born, were we born confident or not confident? Were we born with self-esteem? Were we, I mean, did someone hand us, did Peter hand us a card on our way to this earth and say, <laughs> yo, you're going to have self-esteem, you are not, right? Yeah, no, that wasn't the deal. You weren't the odd number out? Yeah. So... I always ask myself, I don't think there's one person within the sound of our voice, including the two of us, that does not struggle at some point in their life with a level of confidence or self-worth. Sure. Yeah, I'd agree with that. So as I've studied it, because I've struggled with it, everyone has, um, I look at it and I think, you know, if we're not born with it, where do we get it? Where do we get a lack of confidence, right? So... I just ha can't help but think when I was five, you were five, we were little guys, we we're going to preschool and it's a rainy day and you're walking down the middle of the street and there's all these people, it's a you know busy street and you fall down, right? Think about when we were that age, you fall down, you laugh, it's yeah. no big deal. Yeah, you, you can brush it off, you laugh with your friends, it's all good. Right, your mom's going, come on, get up, right? And you're like... Yeah. Hang on, I'm going to tie my shoe, and he's still down there tying his shoe or whatever made him trip. doesn't bother you, you're right? You're not phased. Yeah. Fast forward to when you're 10 or 12 or 13 years old. You're on the same crowded street, same amount of people, same everything. You fall down. Dude, you jump back up as quickly. You look around, and you make sure nobody saw you, and if they did see you, um, you're like, I'm okay, I'm okay. You could be bleeding out, and you'd still say you're okay. Yeah, yep. What what's the difference? Where did we learn that it wasn't okay to fall down? Where did we learn to be such critics? Right? Yeah, no kidding. That's that's an interesting concept. That the attitude that we have as an adult is so different from what we had as a child and our perception of these things. You know, the world. I think the world has a lot to do with it. The world shapes our perception of things. The world will tell you that falling down in a crowded street is an embarrassing event. Right. right? And, and the world wasn't able to tell you that when you were a five-year-old kid because you just weren't listening to those, those types of things. You weren't listening to those perceptions, right? So You're exactly right. I think that means that it's a learned trait. It's something that the critics of the world have taught us. 
So I ask myself, if it's a learned trait, can it be unlearned? Oh, sure. Absolutely. I think it's a conditioning of our belief system, right? So as we go through life and, and these out, outside pressures or whatever start to put into our minds and condition our minds and condition our belief system that it's not okay to fail, it's not okay to fall down, it's not okay to not be this way or that way, then we start listening to the critics, Mistake number one, we listen to the critics, right? We care what they think. Yeah. But who's our biggest critic? Ourselves. We're always, we're our biggest critic. Everybody. No Yep. Everybody got to admit it. You're your biggest critic. Always. Yeah. And, and always will be. Yeah. But we're also our most important critic. So I can't help but think people that deal with self-esteem or self-worth or value whatever you want to call it, they always are reading different things and trying to, um, you know, retrain their belief system. They listen to other stories. When you listen to someone's other story, it makes you feel good. You can find an inspiring story. I know I have one. I know you have one. And the fact is everybody in every walk of life has one. Absolutely. Right? They've yep. got power within. It's unlocking it. It's how do you get it? So when I when I hear someone's story that's uplifting or powerful, it lasts for a minute, makes you feel good for a minute. <clears throat> Transforming that into our own lives, right? Is the that's the that's the bridge that gaps uh, where we're going and where we're at, right? Yeah. So I have to just think the way you talk to yourself, and I just want you to take a minute, all the listeners. I don't care if you're driving, watching, wherever you're at. Take a minute and think, how do I talk to myself? Whether you talk out loud or you talk through thought, everyone talks to themselves. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to be a crazy crooked head walking down the street <laughs> yeah. talking yeah. to yourself, no. right? Um, and that's okay too. Yeah. But how do you talk to yourself? Think about it. Now that you've thought about that, would you talk to anybody around you? Neighbors, coworkers, schoolmates, anybody, your family, would you talk to them the way you talk to yourself? Probably not. No. Absolutely not. not right? Yeah. So I think it's a really good thing to do that we have to be self-aware. We got to be aware of what are we telling ourselves? Because yeah. the most important critic is ourself. We believe ourselves. And when we talk to ourselves, what we're doing is programming something sure yeah we're putting programs up there and when we put that program up there i mean it's software right you're 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 programming and i don't want to say what you're paying for it depending on where it takes you or doesn't take you but it's an expensive way to program yeah well and you've said it before too repetition is the mother of skill right so if we repeatedly tell ourselves a certain message whether it's a positive message or a negative message we'll embody that message yeah what you think about, you do bring about. And yeah. so it's scary. Let's pay attention to, number one, I think that's the biggest lesson is um, being confident. That's learned, right? Yeah. Being unconfident, that's also learned. So let's, let's, be a, let's pay attention to the most important critic in the whole mix, and that's ourselves. It's a little bit easier, I think, to block out the world, right, and say, hey, uh, they don't know, yeah. whatever. They don't know me. They're, you're right. 
They don't know you, but you know you. So stop talking to you. Start being kind to yourself. Um, I talked to somebody the other day that that mentioned that they had a, you know, it's how, how do you get more confidence and uh, self self worth and value and this and that. And I said, you've spent your whole life. He's in his fifties. I said, you spent your whole life criticizing yourself. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. I said, is, is it working? And he's like, well, not very well. I said, well, if it's not working, why don't you try something else? Why don't you try loving yourself? Why don't you try complimenting yourself, right? There's, we have kids, and you have people that you you work with. Some people respond better um, to, to you being angry at them or getting mad at them. They'll hurry and jump on it. But then there's some people that respond better when they feel appreciated or grateful or or you give them a compliment right sure. you can yeah. give somebody a compliment and get more out of them than you can't get mad at them yeah. we're no different right so if criticizing ourselves doesn't work we should try you know loving ourselves yeah and i think there's an important aspect to this and that is that it does it takes time right and it's it's not easy so if you've been in an attitude or or had the habit of having negative self-talk it's to just flip the switch and have positive self-talk all the time. It's not going to happen, right? And so you can't be frustrated with yourself when you continue to have negative self-talk. But it's a little bit at a time, right? Yeah. You know, consciously think about it. It's going to take effort. It's going to take work, right? It's it's going to happen uh, over time. and uh, But eventually you get there and you can reprogram yourself, right? It's, it's going to take, you know, when you look at that loading screen, on, on your Google box, yeah, right? On, Kid, the Google on your box. Google box, yeah. sometimes you get that loading screen and it goes from one to a hundred percent, right? It never just jumps from one to a hundred, right. right? It goes through all the numbers to get there, right? And it's going to be the same thing reprogramming ourselves, right? If you, if you deal with negative self-talk, uh, you're going to have to go through those percentages uh, to, to get to the hundred percent. And even once you're at a hundred percent, you might fall back down to 80% or 70% every once in a while and have to work back up to getting to 100%. Consistency. Consistency pays. Just consistently be aware. When you have, I mean, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will, right? Fail, yeah. Failing should lead you to um, at least experience, right? And everybody's chasing success in any form or another. Well, success comes from good decisions. Good decisions come from experience. Yeah. Experience comes from bad decisions. There you go. Right? So it, it's we really have to give ourselves a break. Give ourselves a pat on the back. But let's be aware. That's the biggest thing I think we can take away. Let's be aware of our self-talk. Uh, I mean, a critic is really just a legless man teaching you how to run. Yeah. <laughs> right? You know what I mean? When yeah. you think about it. So there's another story. You know, uh, my son, he's a wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Yeah. <clears throat> he's wrestled his whole life. He loves the sport. I love the sport. Um, a lot of life lessons come on the mat. And during his wrestling career and his time, that, that kid was the hardest working. He was the last one in the gym, kept working. He was technically, physically more prepared than any of his opponents that he matched up with on the mat. So the world would say, our critics would say, oh, yeah, he's good. He's ready. Right? Yeah. yeah. It was interesting to watch the paradigm shift when he would go out and he would lose a match that he was physically and more technically prepared. He would lose to the guy and, and to watch him beat himself up and go through that. We ended up getting him another coach, helping him out. And, and this coach was all about mental. 
And he said, you know, your boy is physically and and technically better than anybody in, in camp. And I said, okay. He goes, we need to help him mentally. He started a gratitude journal. He started paying attention to the way he talked to himself. Um, and he started to talk to himself in a, in a gratitude way. He would, you know, I read, read some of his journal and looked at it and he was grateful for just those small things. And I watched that paradigm shift. And when he would go out, when he started putting the mental toughness together with the physical and technical, he started to wreck people on the mat, dude. He was pinning (laughs) and he was winning. Oh, absolutely. And so when we would get into tournaments, the way you track, um, where, what mat you wrestle on is there's an app. Right. And so the wrestlers all have the app and they're looking at the app and they say, okay, I got to wrestle on mat 12 and at this time. And this is who I'm wrestling. Well, as soon as he saw who he was wrestling, there's also on the app, you can click and you can see not who he is, but where he's from. And then you can see his record, his stats, his stats, how many wins, how many losses, how many were pins, da, 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 da. That was the most detrimental thing he ever did was look at that. Sure. And so I, he would be, I'd say, Hey, who you wrestling? Oh, so-and-so he'd know more about them than he'd know about himself. And, and he would sit there on the Google box and he'd figure out, Oh, freak, this dude beat that dude. And I, I lost to that dude. No, my gosh. He was beaten before he even got on the mat. Yeah. And so I'd tell him, I'd say, son, look, forget about that. Forget about the wins and losses. You know, who's going to win this match. The person that's going to win this match is the person that wants it more and believes that they deserve it. Yeah. If you can believe it, you can achieve it, but you got to believe you deserve it, which means you've got to talk the right way to yourself, right? And program yep. yourself correctly. And I'm telling you, he would wrestle some matches depending on what the what he felt this guy's record was. He would wrestle not to lose. When you play the game of life not to lose, where's your focus? Your, Focus isn't on isn't on winning. It's on losing. Yeah. So what's the outcome? You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose, and it sucks, right? Yeah. There's so many ups and downs watching him through his wrestling career. So I snatched the Google box out of his hand and I said, "Son, no more. I'm gonna tell you what mat you wrestle on, at what time, and who the dude is. And I may or may not give you his right name." Right. But I'm keeping the Google box. No kidding. So I kept his phone. He would go down and wrestle. And I and he would say, Dad, is this guy good? Is this guy good? Is this guy good? It doesn't matter if he's good yesterday. What about today? Did the dude show up? Did he show up mentally? Did he show up prepared? Did everybody has their I mean, every dog has his day. Yeah. And I and I would tell him what he wanted to hear. I'm like, dude, this guy, uh, you're gonna smoke him. Yeah. I that's all I'm gonna say. I ain't going to say anything else. You're going to smoke him. There's a kid he should have never, ever beat. Record was great. Based on the record. Based on the world. Based on the critic. Based on words on a piece of paper. I programmed his brain that he should beat him. Yeah. Pinned the kid in 36 seconds. Right? So it's it's very, very interesting. But, man, it's such a wake-up call, too. To all of us. Even to me. You know, I've been reprogramming my belief system and paying attention to what I'm telling myself and trying to, to heal um, whatever's inside of me, whatever monsters inside of me and, and tame it. And I've been very conscious about doing that, but to see it and see the impact of it just makes you realize how important it is. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing that strikes me as you're telling that story is at the very end, it's, it doesn't matter who my opponent is. I know who I am. Right. Right. And I think that's the attitude that we've got to have towards life. And and you got to develop that attitude. You're not just going to, like I said earlier, you're going to have to work on it, but that's the attitude we have towards life is I don't care what the problem is. I don't care what the issue is. I don't care who the person is. I know who I am, right? I don't care what they've said to me. I don't care what unfortunate situation I'm going through. Uh, it's, it's irrelevant, right? My opponent is irrelevant because I know who I am. And right. I'm the winner. Absolutely. You know, you touched on something that this podcast and everything we're about is exactly about, and that's knowing who you are. I think it's real hard to have a level of confidence and self-worth when you don't know who you are. Yeah. Right. You got to start where you are guys. So if you don't know who you are, dig deep, find out who you are, do some research, right? Yeah. Look up the meaning of your name, whatever it is, get a foundational belief of who you are and who you want to become and get after it. Does it take time to reprogram our brain and, and the way we think and our systems? Yeah, it does. It's, but it's the most valuable thing you'll ever do. Because if you physically show up, you, you're 50% there. Yeah. But if you don't mentally show up, your attitude will show it all. The way you do anything is the way you do everything. And if you show up with a bad attitude, you know, when we were hiring guys and working, the most skilled laborer in the world would show up. I got this many years experience. I got this, 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 and this. Great. I'm going to hire attitude and train the talent. Yeah, I don't like to hire the talent with a bad attitude. attitude. I'd rather take a good attitude and train the talent. Yeah. So it's very important. It'll make a difference the rest of your life. And you know what? We're worth it, right? Whoever's listening, I'm talking to you right now. You're worth it. I promise you you're worth it. And you're worth the time and you're worth the change. Change does take time, but I'm going to tell you change happens in an instant. If sure. you want to change, you change and you change right now, but keep changing every day. Every day is a new day and every day is a day we get to fight yeah. and, and fight through the adversities of life. So make sure you make that conscious change, figure out what your belief system is, rewire it. You know, we update our cell phones. I don't care. Those Google boxes, bro, they'll pop up every what? Six months. I don't update. I don't like to push update. Yeah. But it's it, time. It's often. <laughs> yeah. It's often, right? It is. So here we are running around updating that the Google box. The Google box. We're updating it. Yeah. It says update. Oh yeah, I got updated. And you push a button and you update it. How often do we update us? How often do we update our expectations of what we deserve, what we believe? Right? Yeah. When are we gonna update? When are we gonna plug in? That Google box is a two-dimensional device. Our brains are seven dimensions. Yeah. So when we turn off seven dimensions to focus on two dimensions, guess what? Well, there's five dimensions not being used. No kidding. Right? right. So, I mean, they're obviously good. The Google box is good, but the brain is powerful. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah. So. And I think the key to, to understanding the importance to updating yourself is also understanding your value. You know right? what? You're absolutely right. So, uh, you know what? I've got actually a demonstration that I feel prompted. We're we're going to do it. We're going to do it right oh, now. Okay. Um, 
and we're going to show the viewers. And if you're not viewing right now, do you got... I left my wallet out. Do you got 20 bucks? 20 bucks? What are you trying to do? Run me to the ground here, bro? No, bro. If I was going to do that, I'd ask you for 100. Yeah, 20 bucks. There's 20 bucks right here. Okay. For those viewers, <clears throat> um, we all we all know what this is, right? right there. This $20. That's a pretty decent $20 That's bill. That's a nice, crisp $20 oh. bill, brother. Okay. If I asked you right now and you're looking at it awesome, what is this? That is $20. What's the value of it? That's worth 20 bucks. Okay. If I crumple this $20 up, right? I crumple it up. I mean, it's pretty nice. Yeah, it's nice. I crumple it up, right? Yeah. What's it worth? Well, it's still worth 20 bucks. All right. If I straighten it back out, you're you're pretty certain it's worth $20. I'm taking that still. to the grocery store and I'm buying $20 worth of groceries. All right. So, if it gets oil on it, right? I'm under there wrenching on the rig. And the oil gets on it or whatever, gets on my pants, bleeds through, uh I get it gets soiled. It's twenty bucks. You you're you're pretty confident it's worth twenty bucks. I'm totally confident it is still worth twenty bucks. Even though it's wrinkled, soiled, beat up, a little bit defaced, whatever. Yeah. Right? Looks rough. Yeah. It's worth twenty bucks. It's twenty bucks. All right. What about now? Well you tape that thing back together, it's still worth twenty bucks. Even though it's ripped in half right in that dude's face, it's worth 20 bucks. It's worth 20 bucks. You can take this to the 7-Eleven or the OK and tape it up and they'll take it. They'll take it. $20 worth of groceries. The interesting thing is, Austin, is this. And to everybody that can hear us right now, I don't care if you're watching, listening, or whatever. Not one of you hesitate to tell me the value of a piece of paper, that monetary piece of paper. It is programmed in you to say that is worth $20 no matter what. It's gone through challenges. It's been beat up. It's been wrinkled up. It's been soiled. It's been beat down. And then eventually tore in half. Yeah. Right? It's at its proverbial low. It's seeing better days. And no question in your mind, it's worth 20 bucks. You don't devalue it at all. That's a piece of paper. Right, a monetary piece of paper, and it's worth that much. If we could just see ourselves, our self worth, the importance of our value, the same way we see that piece of paper, right? Our belief system in that paper, you answered the, I mean, have we ever done this before? You answered it perfectly. There was no question in your mind, it's worth 20 bucks. 20 bucks. But when you get beat up, and you get beat down, and you get torn, and you get wrinkled, and you get trodden upon. Why is it then that we devalue ourselves? We are so quick to devalue ourselves. Yeah. Let's see ourselves the way we see that $20, right? No kidding. The one thing we have to remember, Neck Nation, you're worth it. You're valuable. I promise you that. There's not one more Austin in this world. We all chase unique. We all chase one of a kind. Why do we put value in unique and one of a kind? Well, because it uh, it helps us create an identity. It sets us apart, right? Okay, there's not another Austin Davis in this world. Go go try to find him. There's yeah. not another Kit James. There's not another any of the listeners. There's not. No. We're different. We're unique. We're special. Yeah. We're valuable. Right? Yeah. 
Let's Absolutely. rise. Let's rise up, man. When you're hanging your head low and you're looking down, look up. Let's reset our belief system and let's understand our true value. Because you know what? It's important and each one of us is important and we're valuable. There you go. And that's uh, that's the message for Neck Nation, right? Know who you are and understand your value and uh, positive self-talk. Absolutely. That's a, that's the takeaway. We could go on for three hours, but you know what? We're going to end it right there because that's important and this is powerful. That is powerful. Right? Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, Neck Nation. We're, uh, we're happy that you're tuning in. Hopefully you got something out of this today. I know that I've definitely gotten something out of this today. Um, I get something out of this every time Kit and I have a conversation, man. This guy's just full of wisdom, always full of wisdom and great, uh, great little Kit quips, as I call them. But uh, um, if you like what you, you saw today and what you listened to today, make sure to like, uh, like this video. If you're tuning in on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. The more you guys do that, the more people we can reach. Uh, with our message and the more people we can fill with hope and that is the ultimate goal right let's create this brotherhood neck nation our brotherhood let's support each other uh and and get each other through our hard times yep and uh we're gonna keep we're gonna keep bringing it to you we're gonna keep putting fire on the wire this is good stuff this ever darkening world needs all the good we can get and we're gonna bring it we're gonna get western aren't we there you go let's do it bless up neck nation bless up we're out we're out